0: Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of Sunday voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle Kingdeals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King.
1: Boo! Hello everybody and welcome to the Royal Blue Podcast sponsored by Beer 52 Swansea City want 50 million pounds for Gilfie Sigurdsson. Everton have already... Uh, Made it clear that they're willing to break their transfer record significantly to buy in, but it's still not enough. So, as we gather around the table today, we'll be discussing where Everton go from here. We have a look back at pre season and a look ahead to Thursday night's Europa League game. Uh, It's me, Phil Kirkbride, joined by Tony Scott, Gav Buckland, and Chris Beasley. Um, Chaps, what was your reaction last night when obviously it emerged that Everton's second bid, believed to be in around £45 million? was rejected out of hand by Swansea City. Um, Tony, is he is Gilfie Sigurdsson worth fifty million pounds in the current market? Yes, we've seen all the stats, haven't we,
2: over the last couple of weeks? How good he has been over the last three years, especially when you're looking at the team he's been playing for as well. To get them stats where they are up there with the very best creative midfielders, David Silvers of the world, Christian Eriksen's, Mesut Ozil's. He's he's in he's in there with that caliber, isn't he? Now, you're looking at what Everton needs. Cuban's identified it and it's instrumental to how we're going to approach next season. We need that creativity. Now, I look at the set pieces alone now. For 20 years, Everton have been desperate from uh, From what I can remember, you guys will probably know as long as I do, I just... Mikel Arteta was the last, I think, creative player that Everton was a decent player from, from dead ball situations. Apart from that, the last last season was woeful. We had Holgate, we had Barkley, just hitting the first man every time. It was so frustrating. The fans have been crying out for it, and I just think it's it's instrumental that we get this fee over the line, whatever, regardless of whatever you have to pay. If it's fifty million, so be it. We've seen the current climate. Manchester City have just paid nearly sixty million for a fullback. If you want to play that much, go and pay. It, and I think he's worth it in this current market.
1: Gav,
0: Charlie Adams free kicks were worth ten million pounds. We were yeah, told one yeah, time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So shall the market change? I mean, mm. I think I think my view of it hasn't gone to forty-five, I might as well go to fifty, if that's what it takes. I mean, you forget that transfer fees that the that, depreciated over the length of the contract boundary. So we haven't got to like find five, five million out of our accounts this year. That five million is spread over the five years. So effectively it means if we give them a five year contract. So like, you know, effectively we've got to find a million pounds in each of the next five years, which when you think of income and that's oh, that's going to change in the next few years. I don't think that that really causes an issue, to be honest with you. And do we lose a little bit of face if we just stop at 45? I mean, and regarding whether he's worth it or not, you know, they're like London house prices, aren't they? Transfer fees these days, you know, they're just, they're worthless in itself. They're not really the value of the player. So, considering the stage of the season, the player involved, as Tony says, and the fact that we have got a bit of, a few bob to spend, I would say, go for it. Chris,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: let's play devil's advocate here. As one's right to dig the heels in and,
3: and, and, and hold out for the fee that they've set? Uh, totally. Like we talk about, we keep using this phrase all the time, that the current climate, we knew that the prices are going to go up and up. And there's also the um, factor of the Lukaku money now. Everton made some great business this summer, signed a lot of um, good players, but this was all before the Lukaku deal was completed. Um, people know that Everton have got that money in the bank now, and they know they'll probably be able, willing and able to spend that little bit more. Mm.
1: Read out some, some stats that I was doing a bit before we, we, we came in here. Um, with past three th- past three seasons, free kicks got free kick goals from Premier League midfielders. Sigurdsson was number one with six involved in goals. Sigurdsson second 53 goals over the past three seasons. Number of assists. Sigurdsson was fifth in midfielders so 26. And from for goals scored by midfielders in the Premier League over the past three seasons, Sigurdsson ranks second with 27 only behind Deli Alley. So Tony, what should Everton's next move be?
2: Well, it's been 40 with 5 million add-ons, hasn't it? Hmm. Maybe a 40 million with 10 million add-ons. <laughs> so be it. Just just so Swansea can basically say, yeah, we've got the 50 for them, and Everton can say, we've paid 40, but with incentives. What I like about them, I checked the stats last, last night and last season... He scores against all the big teams. Scores at Anfield. Scores at Old Trafford. Scores against City. Man. Scores against all the big teams, and that was where we were a bit far. One last season wasn't we? Again? scored
1: against Everton as well.
2: big did, yeah. Seven. Big teams, well and Phil. I just think that's just what we need to make that next step, isn't it? We're okay beating the teams below us to bridge that gap. To if Everton want to be in that top four, we've got to beat them teams above us. Mm. And Gilfie Sigurdsson has proved that last season, even in a poor side like Swansea.
1: I saw when I was reeling off those stats there, Gav was desperate to say something. The man who is... Yeah,
0: the, the stat man who hates player stats. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> a, bit an, a, a bit of an oxymoron on that, isn't mm. it? Um, yeah, I, they're an indicator, aren't they? Not the, they're not the be-all and end-all. You know, you wouldn't like to think that Steve Walsh just looks at like Sky Sports stats mm-hmm. and it's just will like him. You know, you think that they've done the because. Because, um, you know, that's probably 10 or 20% of it. The 80% is, you know, what's his character like? You know, what's he like when the, the opposition have got the ball? You know, what's his interplay like with the rest of the, rest of the team? All, the, all those type of things mm-hmm. that you can't put you can't quantify. You know, you know, does he fancy Stoke of a Tuesday night? In a <laughs> no, all he the, fancies Anfield and I'm happy yeah yeah, 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 You yeah, <laughs> know, all those things, that that's what a player is to me. They're all that, the things that they did, the output, to I me. Mean. What I was going to say is, you know, why don't we just sign Dali Ali if it's oh, yeah. a bit a bit I think you might have had a... Yeah. <laughs> <really just, that's laughs> yeah, So I mean, you know, you know, my view on player stats—that's—I think I've said that quite a bit. Um, but when you look at it on face value, they, they do indicate something there, don't they? And so um, I can only—I can only say that I haven't gone this far with them. Is sign them. I can. I agree with Tony that it'll be like maybe maybe forty-two plus eight. Mm. For that dance, might be the uh, might be the final, thing, but we come this far we've got to go with it.
2: Why do you think, Phil, that this deal has kind of dragged on so differently from the other transfers? like Michael Keane, Klassen, Pickford, it was one bid done, obviously mm. Pickford was a second bid, but they were done, do you think yeah. because there's no sell-on value in Sigurdsson, the, the boards are quite wary of it? I think
1: if, you, if you're using the comparison of Pickford and Keane, Sunderland have gone down, yep. so Everton were in a strong position. And Burnley, Keane only had twelve months left on his contract, so Everton in a strong position again. The problem, the problem which with Sigurdsson, it was always going to be the issue. He signed a new deal last summer, and the biggest problem is they stayed up. Mm-hmm. Now, if Everton had tried to lick down the Liberty Stadium, we could have been talking about trying to go and get a player who'd been relegated, so it would have been much easier. You see, um, but that's really muddied the waters, and Swansea don't want to sell him. Ultimately, I think there's a, there's a depreciation; they're going to have to because he wants to go but the issue is they're in a very strong position. Do you think we're
2: being as age? as you 27, is yeah. he? Do you think Everton are quite cautious to spend that amount of money
1: because there is no sell-on value in maybe
2: two years' time? Yeah, two years look, time. We're going
1: to get probably three, maybe four years of peak Sigurdsson, aren't we, if, if mm-hmm. we're lucky? So, yeah, look, and, and I totally agree that my viewpoint would be if you're going to go to 45, as you said, Gav, Tony, why not just, just go yeah. and go and, and meet the asking price? But equally... Everton don't want to be taken for mugs. do they? yes, they've got they've got cash and they're willing to spend, etc. But but the principle and and, and long term kind of negotiating with the, with the chairman, they don't want to, People don't want to be ringing up Swansea's American owners or Hugh Jenkins and they go oh, easy to deal with these lot. I think it's only right that Everton do it properly, as if you know every penny does count, doesn't it? And I think even though the club is wash with cash these days. I think it's the right approach to try and drive the best bargain
0: possible. I think the other thing as well is Chris alluded to. We have sold Lukaku since we bought them players as well, so that's obviously played into the deal. Yeah, I uh, I think think. you're absolutely right because I think I'm sorry to
1: interject. I think the feeling in May, sort of June time, was that the asking price was going to be about forty. You know, that was the high end. But there's no there's no coincidence when Everton sold Lukaku, the price suddenly shot to fifty and you know you don't blame
0: Swansea for that it's just frustrating isn't it it's also as well people have got a better idea on the market now haven't he mm. in July you know, it's, moved, if it's moved quite quickly about the value of players in the space of like five or six yeah. weeks hasn't it what some players were worth in June are probably completely oh, yeah. different mm. than what they were in July because people have seen the fees yeah. some of which that we paid for other players think well if that's the benchmark in June we're going to we're going to need that now in July, phone because yeah, it's right. gone up, and, and I would imagine even some of the players that we bought. I think I think Michael Ball alluded to last night, they, uh, Pickford the thirty million. Yeah. <laughs> it looks quite think, cheap, well, that's relatively cheap, yeah. doesn't well, it? That's,
1: a, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, and you go, maybe the club will get to uh, have already got to this point privately where they've gone, well, you know, willing to overspend in inverted commas on Sigurdson because Pickford could be a bargain. Spent five million on Sandro. I mean, that's. Yeah, That's a steal, isn't yeah, yeah. it? Rooney, effectively nothing. So, you know, if you even it out over the course of the summer.
2: Is there a concern, Phil, that there's not many teams above Everton or around Everton that are approaching Swansea for the services? We've heard of Leicester, yeah. haven't we, but there's not many teams yeah.
1: that are in I, for them. I think that's a realisation from Everton's point of view about the players they can realistically go and attract, isn't it? Hmm. Everton aren't in the market for Mbappe. With Real Madrid and you know, mm. the rest of them, are they so? The realization of who's the best player we can realistically get, and let's just go for him. And and the and you know the other clubs with Everton probably feel that. Now I would argue he'd strengthen United and he'd probably strengthen Arsenal. Yeah, you know Liverpool. I think he'd strengthen them, but obviously, it's they what they think they've got in those positions and his styles of play. And you know, would he fit in a clock team? Probably not. Mm. You know, so. I, I'm not overly concerned by that
2: Chris does me? Gilfie Sigurdsson bridge that gap from 7th to 4th it, it,
3: it's, it's tough isn't it because it's quite damning really we've talked about all those great stats for, for Gilfie yeah. and then he's been a Swansea team that's been losing and been yeah. struggling so that's quite damning about his Swansea teammates. but Everton are really in that tough position now aren't we we've talked about attracting targets five out of the six teams above them are in the Champions League mm. next season so that's perhaps why they are willing to pay that that extra money for someone like Sigurdsson, um, I don't know if he if he would be able to to bridge that gap because he can't do it on his own like we see, we've seen at Swansea. But maybe with those better players around him, the the sort of side that Everton are assembling this summer, um, it could actually um, prove the difference because Everton are in a really difficult position in the trying to bridge that gap and get Champions League football. But it won't be for the, the for the one to try him, will it? With these signings this summer.
1: Just before we, uh, we move on from Sigurdsson, because I'm sure we could talk all day about him, we'll put this out there. If you were advising Sigurdsson, what would you tell him his next move should be? Or does he not make a move?
0: Well, what do you mean? Yeah, he um, wants to leave, he wants yeah. to come to heaven. I
1: think that's pretty clear. What would you say, Gilfie, sit tight, it'll happen. Gilfie, stamp your feet and throw a paddy. Gilfie, hand in a transfer request. But they won't throw a
2: transfer request in, well, because they lose the loyalty bonus. Well, and you've seen that with the likes of Van Dyke and Keita and other transfers and Lukaku, etc. They're all well and good, having a word, quiet wage with the managers and say, "Listen, my head's not right. I don't feel like traveling with the team." Well, sorry, throw a transfer request if you want to leave, because it's, you won't, because yeah. you lose your, you lose yeah, your yeah, loyalty bonus. Point. So I, I think money talks, and yeah. Basically, the gang of mercenaries, that won't throw the transfer in <laughs> question for the sake of the money. Well,
0: fair fair, fair Do I mean, it's still relatively early in the transfer window, isn't it? Mm. You know, if you think about it, at the end of yeah. August, we got five weeks left. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, I don't think he needs to do anything at this moment in time, because the Premier League's like a fortnight away. So, I think it will just be see how it pans out over the next week or two. Would be my would be my guess. I wouldn't do anything.
2: Do you think Ronald Koeman would want to get it done before a certain game, maybe first game of the season? or?
0: I think the first league game, I think he would want...
1: Even though we've spoken about it, haven't we? He said, "You know, you don't necessarily get your squad in before the end of the transfer window." I think, I think they can get, you know, if they can get it done before Stoke. I think he'd be more than happy.
2: Would you be worried, Phil, if they don't get him on board?s Then who's the creative Well that's, 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 that team that. that's
1: what I was going to put out there. What's the alternative? Because all the eggs have gone in the Sigurdsson basket, haven't they? A little bit now. Understandably, because Ronald has made him the number one target. I'd be interested if. If it's Sigurdsson or nobody or if it's Sigurdsson, if we don't get him, A, B and C are, the, are on the table. It's difficult because clearly Sigurdsson for Ronald ticks all the boxes. You could we attract well, at Everton? Are you buying for buying's sake? Or do you keep your card yeah.
0: dry until January? or I Can he afford to? Well, I mean, I, I think, if, we, as you said, he's the number one target. Yeah. Um, I think in our podcast, the May was our number one target That's as well. Right, in yeah. fact, that would complete the deal, wouldn't it? Phil, so <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and if a bit he's nervous now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pressure's on. If uh, if he's the number one target, as you say, Phil, then you've got to get him, haven't you? You know, we <laughs> yeah. can't afford not to buy him, as, as I've said all, all summer. Mm. And I, I would not have a problem if that means paying what you would perceive to be over the odds. There aren't like-for-like alternatives
3: out in the transfer market. When it comes to proven Premier League quality, you can maybe get somebody for half the price, maybe from the Spanish League Mm -hmm. or whatever, but not for that proven Premier League quality. I I I agree with
2: Chris. You're looking for a player who is proven in the Premier League over numerous amounts of seasons, up there with the very best. Now, is is it a concern for that? Obviously, obviously, all them stats are coming up. Mm. Mostly and the majority of them are from set pieces.
1: Now we want a player that's involved in all the yeah, game, not just set pieces. I, 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 th- I, think that's obviously a huge attribute of his, isn't it? His set pieces and you know if we sign him and come into next season, he'll have probably been involved in 10-12 goals purely on set pieces. Um, I th- I, what I've seen of him and I admit, you know, I have to admit, it's, it's only a limited, a limited amount. I think he can play. I think he's a. I think he's a good footballer and. You know, Ronald's not buying somebody for £50 million pounds if he's only good at three kicks.
3: Yeah. Is
2: there a concern, Gav, that he went to Tottenham, failed? and Good point. Had a big
0: club and then went back to... Remember, yeah, was, that was, when did he go to Swares? Was it 13, was it? 2012, 2012, it was, yeah. was five, yeah. five years ago, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure whether he played in his right position at the Spurs. And I think... Uh, he
2: was given numerous opportunities there, wasn't he? And yeah. I think not work a, a fair
0: point. We've, we've made that point before, but four or five years extra Premier League experience since then. Um I think, you know, makes all the difference. Um but yeah, I think I think you're right. But you know that yeah, you've got to back Ronald's judgments on this one, haven't you really? And as Phil said, he's not forth just on the basic take free kicks and whatever. Um they obviously understand his overall contribution to the team and if they think he's the man, he'll take account of the, the Tottenham experience then you know I think we've
2: got a buy him. you'll have a queue over them set pieces for only a free kick taking we've got Baines Rooney and now possibly
1: oh, yeah. Sigurdsson it'll be a training will be tasty won't it
0: definitely,
1: yeah, definitely Kevin Morales if he's on the pitch for the free kicks he'll be on <laughs> the bench Gav don't, uh, yeah. don't worry about him <laughs> just saying just well saying. That, that makes us dovetail neatly into pre-season because Kevin Morales scored a beauty didn't he against FC 20 uh, obviously the Blues returned from six days on the continent uh, training and playing on Saturday evening Um. Lads, what what you start with you, Chris? What was your your sort of overall feeling from the week? Um, you know, Ronald had spoken about his, his kind of satisfaction of, yeah. of the training that done, the environment and the venues and, and etc. What was your feeling from from yeah. from a distance about what yeah. what had gone on?
3: Yeah, again, it's it, it, it's all it's all been about Rooney, hasn't it? It's just um, so many question marks. Um, Everyone was happy to see him back there as as an Evertonian. Not everyone, sorry, Kiss. Not
0: everyone. (laughs) Not everyone. Yeah. Sorry, (laughs) Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: After um, 13 years away, But the big question mark was what would Rooney still contribute on the football pitch? And we've seen Old Cates only in the early weeks. It's only pre season. But Wayne Rooney looks really up for it. Real fire in his belly, a point to prove. And. um, it's, it's all been about about Wayne, really. Obviously, um, Kieran Dowell, as, as well, has as emerged. Um, one from the left field, literally. Um, he He's a player who did very well for the under-23s last season, but was probably looking away way off um, the first team. But um, it's a question for, for Ronald. What did he do? Did he send him out on loan? Did he give him those first team opportunities? He's, he's looked sharp. Sure. Gav,
1: who stood, stood out from you from from what you saw of, of the games against 20 and Genk?
0: Yeah. Um, but I thought the game game for half an hour. Well, not for, for an hour was a really good game, wasn't it? Was it? I mean, they, game, they were yeah. half decent. Really, yeah, really good. You know, yeah, yeah. But even so, I thought they were decent. Yeah, I thought Dow. Yeah. Chris said, I mean, I think Ramirez as well. Luchman. Um, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> <He said laughs> well, I'm, him, yeah. I I'm a big I've... fan of Luchman as well. Like I thought he was okay. I mean, I you know there's a bit of work to do there. I think. The one player who thought maybe didn't do himself any favours on Saturday was Bessage when he came on. Yeah. He yeah. was, uh, you th- could there strode a man frustrated. Treated, yeah, didn't he? You know, and I think, uh, I know we will told maybe talk about it later. There's, there's a decision to be made there. But like I can say Rooney's been excellent, hasn't he? I fully expect Rooney to really, you know, start the season well, as well, uh, because it'd be all fired up yeah. uh, for Everton. It's not unexpected, and, and that was really a good score to go goal in in Africa. Um, and that's something with actually two decent workouts in different ways. So, you can't pick Wayne Rooney. Mm. Who, st- who stood out for you?
2: As I just said, then I thought Luchman was impressive, looking on the front foot. Um, do you know what? There was a slight concern. I know you can't read too much into pre-season friendlies, but Klassen, now, he looks full of energy and he's in your face and he gets about the pitch, but on the ball, he didn't, he mm. didn't impress me. Obviously, I don't want to read too much into into one or two preseason friendlies, but I'm looking for a bit more of him on yeah, the ball. Yeah, I, think I really am. Yeah, yeah. I think, you yeah. know,
1: Ronald. We had a, we ran a piece this morning saying, look, he he accepts that Klassen going to find the Premier League in the tempo tough, but he thinks he'll, he's he's clever enough and he's you know his attitude spot on that he'll he'll get there. So may, maybe Klassen somebody we're going to be patient with, maybe more so than the others. Is there a, a, what do you think of the left back then situation, Phil? Because obviously.
2: A few and as Molly now injured, we've seen Connolly play there at left back. Yeah. He's done okay. Yeah. Do you think Ronald Cumin will go in the market for a left back, stroke
1: centre half? that side? Well, he wanted Gyro Riederwell, didn't he? But he. T- he Glad
0: didn't you said that? Not me. <laughs> well
2: done, Yeah. <laughs> <Well done, laughs> <been practicing. laughs> he, uh,
1: he's obviously gone to Palace. Was, last night or this morning, he got yeah. confirmed, didn't yeah. it? So it was that he, he Ronald saw him as the utility man. He could play left three, back, left back, centre half, and even midfield if required. Problem is, there's not too many of those about. Mm. So, Ronald is probably now facing up to the possible situation of having to go and find a left-footed centre half, left-back cover, and if he still requires it, midfield cover, um, which is kind of—it's a lot of work to do. Yeah. If, um, so, I think for me, I would say left-back would be the pressing issue because you know Leighton had a really good season last season. He's clearly number one, first choice in that position. But you know There's no short, cover there. Yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying he's no spring chicken, he's in great nick, he looks after himself, total professional. Looks looks sharp, but his age unfortunately injuries do start catching up. He's he's had, he's had a couple of them, hasn't he? So yeah. my concern is what do we do when Leighton Baines gets injured and as Michael Ball said in his column today, Thursday, Sunday slog. Exactly, you he can't
2: he'd can be expected to play thirty eight games, Premier League, Europa League, yeah. Cup, League Cup. He's gonna have to buy left back in, Yeah, or, I think you? so. Just
0: just picking on one thing you said there, Phil, you said midfield cover. Mm. Top for, heavy there, for like, for well, me,
1: uh, that I for me. When, when I got fed that bit of information, I, I was like I double checked, I'd
0: misheard them and yeah. said no, that's something that Evan are looking at. So, I mean midfield's broad chase, isn't it? You know, you've got like defensive midfielders and attacking midfielders. Mm. You, you, but it is an interesting thing there then, isn't it? Because you've got potentially of the two defensive midfielders, or whatever we call it, holding midfielders, you probably maybe got up to six people who could play in mm-hmm. it, haven't you? Got yeah. obviously Schneiderlin, and uh, just um, Bessage McCarthy Davis and Barry, you know, that, yeah. which is like six six players potentially, um, who could play in those two positions. And I was thinking that you, you could probably. Used to be a sell, but there's, there's probably two places, that, two players there you could actually afford to yeah. maybe move on, couldn't you? But to think, from the list of six, you can probably guess which are yeah. the two players involved, and and that's that's the last place I think we need to reinforce, unless they're thinking. Maybe a different midfield next year. A left side where, where, where it's like a four three three rather than a four two three one. Yeah, maybe he's using 4-3-3 quite a bit. Yeah, hasn't he? it's um, whether they, they want to use, do want to change it, where they want make a designated left hand side midfielder. Yeah, and then I don't know what that means then for the rest of the team. Yeah. But I, w- I mean, you haven't mentioned it but obviously Besic and McCarthy will probably be
1: sitting a little bit uneasily, won't they? You know yeah. the fact that they're down the pecking order as it is. Besic so far down the pecking order has been playing at centre half. You know, you think, you do you season. think
2: that that says it all for him?
1: Well, you would you would begin to worry. I mean, obviously Mo has played centre half before he came to the club, didn't he? Mm. But if he he's not look happy to be proved wrong, but he's not striking me as a Premier League centre half. It's hard on the stuff isn't it yeah. every time he gets the um, ball in? So for me, that's that's a warning sign. If I was Mo, message that yeah. Ronald's saying you don't feature in midfield for me, yeah. I'll plug the gap in pre season centre half. Yeah. I think. Uh,
0: what do you think, Chris? Do you think we're a little bit top heavy there then?
3: And um, de- definitely, um, there is. Um, there's there's a lot of competition for places there. I mean, I know West Brom have been looking at um, Gareth Barry because um, they, they need to re- replace Fletcher. And Cumin said it at the moment. He you know he, he wants to hang on to him. I think it's only about five more games he needs for the Premier League yeah, record. Well, yeah. so. And you've got and you've, got to, you've yeah. got
1: to factor that in as well because same with top heavy, but Gareth, you know. It depends how things go, but he may not be at the club this time next summer because he's only got that 12-month extension. Who knows how things... So, Ronald might be thinking, well, if I go and find a midfielder, of twenty-seven, twenty-eight, 27, 28, you know, there's, there's a replacement already. So, he might not just be thinking about this season, but also next as well. Yeah, I, I
2: think if there's a player to be sold out of the, the current six that we've just mentioned, then I think it would be James McCarty. Yeah, I think he would be the one with more value as getting getting more tra- money into the club. I think there's a relationship breakdown between Ronald Koeman and James McCarthy over the Ireland situation. So for me, I think if one player was to be sold, it
1: wouldn't surprise me if it was James yeah.
2: McCarthy. Why don't we
0: just transfer them to the Republic of Ireland?
1: We've kind of touched on it, but um, of the players that you saw in, in the two games in Holland and Belgium, was there anybody that you, you, you watched and went, you've done yourself no favours there? Um judging by, or did the selections across the two games make you think, hmm, your time could be up here?
2: Not as in time could be up, but I weren't impressed with the, the shape that Ashley Williams has come back in. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I just think he looks to me, judging by the pictures, I know the cameras, meant to put a couple of pounds on you or so, but he looks as though to me, he's has a good summer. <laughs> and, <laughs> I just think for a player in his position, and he's well built, isn't he? Yeah. And he's got he's going to have competition. Hopefully this season you've got Michael Keane in there. Jack Grealish is nothing on the door. Hopefully a new centre half comes in, and his age as well. You think you'd be really chomping at the bit, fighting fit. This is your big season now to prove that you're worth the money. Because last season he was near a day, was he, for the value that he was brought in for? But I thought this season he'd come in in decent nick, and he looks amazed though he hasn't.
0: Interesting, yeah. Um, not really, I say. I thought Bezit's performance was a bit of a, uh, you know, a bit erratic, to say the least, mm-hmm. when he came on on on, on Saturday. I, I don't think it's enough two games in a friendly inv- friendly environment, as it were, uh, to judge players. Um, your, Joel, your Joel Robles sat on the bench for both games in Holland. Yeah, well, I think mm-hmm. we've not spoken about Joel, but maybe Joel's time to, to uh, move on. I think it would be best for both. I would, I, would, I would say, I don't know what Chris thinks, but I think mm. Bassett. If you, I mean, you've got the World Cup next year, haven't you? Mm. Which might play into people's yeah, thoughts. Yeah. And if you're who has been at the club three years. He's, he's, missed, he's, missed 12 months through injury. Yeah, missed a lot of well, first and second seasons mm. through injury. I think, think he only played 40-odd games in three years or something yeah. like that.
1: Um, Interestingly, I remember when he got the first knee problem that season, when he joined, he'd said, He'd never had injuries like it before. Yeah. You just wonder whether the Premier League and English football it's form, yeah. a demand it, on his body that he wasn't ready
3: for. Maybe it's not adapted. What do you think? Yeah. Chris, it, it, do you think he's, he's somebody should be looking elsewhere? I, I, I think so. It, it, it was a big step up for him. I mean, wasn't He came from Hungarian football and there's not many make that um, step up to, to the Premier League. Roberto had seen him in the World Cup, thought he'd done a bit of a good job on um, Messi in yeah. one particular game. So, I mean, a Martinez hard man, it's sort of like, we are uh, talking about oxymorons. Yeah, that is, other, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Did you um, play for Hungary as well? Like that, like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, it could, like we, we've alluded to, I mean, it, it, like I say, it says it all, doesn't it? Managers playing him at centre-half. But it's just interesting what you're saying about the different players and the roles they might be filling this season. Um, Davy Klassen and how he's um, shaping up. Um, I spoke to a Dutch journalist um, before Evans, just before they signed um, Klassen about a month ago. And he'd been watching him at Ajax for the full time throughout. And he said he's not one of those players who's going to blow you away with his skill. He's not um, a really amazing, skillful player, but he's really hard worker. And he thinks that Evertonians will right. take to that. So interesting. I'm just interested to see how, where, what sort of a player Classen really is. Because at Ajax, I think he did play quite an attacking role. played scored a lot of goals. But I just wonder whether that sort of role will adapt to Codderson. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, on Wednesday, and then again, on, and more so on Saturday, we got first looks at Cuco Martina. Pickford and Sandro Ramirez I mean briefly what, what were your thoughts what, you know, were, were you impressed think it's going to take some time for any of them to bed in or? thought
2: well, Martina impressed me considering obviously the reports we had from Southampton fans and they were saying oh, I don't know why Koeman signs him that's why his contact was run down I thought, I thought he was doing okay yeah, I
1: don't think he lacks any confidence going forward no, he's he just pitching just standing <laughs> yeah. 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 does, <laughs> high
2: and wide from Martina Pickford surprisingly is a presence in goal, isn't he? Mm, he is. I think that's yeah. when I was watching it on, obviously watching it on the laptop, and then you see him, and you think he's bigger than what he actually he looks. Yeah. And Ramirez, he, he looks lethal in front of goals, doesn't he? He, he sort of got that edge about him, what yeah. you want, and a good presence, holds the ball up well, and he's another lad you just, uh, as Chris alluded to, another player that works his socks off and you can't have enough of them in the team.
0: Gav? Yeah, I, I agree with all that. I think. Um... Ramirez, I'm really looking forward to seeing him. Of all, you know, of all the players, we bought in the summer, we yeah. bought some for big, big fees. The one player I'm really looking forward to seeing in the Everton shirts is, is is that lad, to be honest with you. His cross was a beauty. Wasn't yeah. It? yeah, I mean, and it was sort of sort of moved out. Caters didn't needs to move yeah. out on, on the outside. I Made mean, it was it was a good spot by Cadenzal, wasn't it? it was a, a master type of thing. You know, we don't really, we've not really done much of that, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing him play for Everton. Albeit in what role is uh, mm. is going to be interesting, isn't it?
2: That's what I was going to touch on there. Is it a concern that for all the money that we've spent on the team, that we're going into the basically just two weeks, isn't it, till the season starts? Two and a half weeks with one out and out centre forward. Yeah, and it, we've got important games coming yeah. up, haven't we? Yeah, we
1: do. I, I think it's it's clear that a, a big target man in inverted is centre forward, a, a replacement in the in positional sense for Lukaku. Has to, has to be brought in before Stoke because it changes the way Ronald teams played, doesn't it? He always mm. has that big man. Yeah. So, uh,
0: so what's the, the least intelligence then on? Sort of, we've had a few plays linked, haven't we? Yeah, Giroud, I, I think Giroud, Benzaki,
1: yeah. yeah, no, I think them two are, are very much on the list. The problems, both have got problems in terms of it might not be easy to prize Giroud from Arsenal, plus the suggestion was Marseille would have been his, his preferred destination. I don't know if that's changed. Secondly, with Benteke would be the price yeah, yeah. because it's, it's a lot of money. Now, I think he's. Re- I think if you if you if you study Benteke's record, he's actually better than people think because he kind of gets a bad rap, especially on this part of the world. Because yeah. at Liverpool, he, he he struggled, didn't he? But I think, in terms of him playing a role and his track record, the number of goals that he will uh, produce, I think he could do a lot worse. Can you of, Can you
2: imagine? Can you envisage? Sorry. Sigurdsson's crosses for
1: later. Well, well, exactly, there you go.
0: Mm. Yeah, there you go. So. Yeah, I, no, I, think, I agree. For, I was having a look at it I think he's been in the Premier League for six seasons now, mm. something like that. I mean, I think he's got into double figures all but one of the seasons. I think he got nine then. So, I mean, all due respect, he's not played in a really successful team in that time. So, I think he got 15, in 36 games. And I remember thinking last season, you know, when Palace won 2 1 at it, he always scores at Anfield as well, which is not yeah. it. it's quite handy to have in your own. <laughs> all lap, for them singing, Sundance, if you get, yeah, 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 there yeah, yeah, get yeah, them yeah. all in. Really? <laughs> yeah. <Rooney, get> yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. a few of them there, And not I was at You know, his two goals at Anfield last year, I was thinking, Rom would never have scored that. No. Do you yeah. think? Yeah. You know, like the second one, the different, players, one, the, they're they're different players, I was looking at, I think, that's the type of big, powerful presence I want to You know, the second one where he sort of got. Amongst a group of players, and 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 that's the type of thing you'd never see Rom do in a million years. Yeah, yeah, and I was thinking that's the type of thing we need off front because it looks you know,
1: but in simplistic terms, the players, the the stuff that Rom would want to do with the ball and the way you want to play, they've got players around that now. will do that. You're Ramirez, Rooney, hopefully Sigurdsson. Yeah, we've got those players, but as you say, Gav, you need somebody who's going to be a presence, yeah, a bit more agile, yeah, and do do that. Unheralded sort of stuff, win headers, be a presence, and they're going to be wrong. Rome was improving in that area, but his biggest strength was ball over the top. Let me run, use my pace. That's not Benteke, is it? But yeah,
0: no, I, 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 I wouldn't turn him away. You mm, know, for, for me, being an assistant yeah. feeder, as you say, yeah, him yeah, away from Palace after just one one year.
3: Um, that's why Giroud might be um, more affordable if, if Arsenal were to let him go. Seems to be mixed messages. The player himself. Yeah. Seems to be talking about a move, but Wenger said at the weekend he's willing to stay and fight for his his place. And also from Arsenal's point of view, would they not see Everton as their biggest rivals?
1: Maybe we need uh, Ronald to sweet-talk Frank de Bore and yes. like, see what we can do. Um, so the uh, third and final uh, issue on today's Royal Blue Podcast agenda is Thursday night. Hands up, who wants to pronounce the opposition's name? This is one for Chris Beasley. Go ahead, yeah, please. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Give No, no,
1: no.
2: Go on. For our listeners, he's trying to look at
3: a sheet with the name R- on it. Rosenbarok. i will say that. Yeah. Very yeah. good.
1: Um, are we happy with the draw? Concerned? Is is it a game that Everton should just comfortably win or is this banana skin written all over it? An early exit
0: from... Europe. Well, I was, I was getting a bit of stick, wasn't I, I wasn't at this last week, because they were saying about playing Brandbergen Bergen and this star. Like <laughs> <laughs> so don't ask me for any predictions. I couldn't even predict if we were going to play. Yeah, I was glad it wasn't Bram,
3: because they've played Bram before. Before, and that's the thing yeah. about the Europa League. Often, teams who play Champions League a lot, it's the same opposition. Europa League is about playing new teams, yeah. new locations, especially so. for the fans as well. Yeah, isn't it? well, the fans were saying, you know, it's six, it six pounds, eight pounds a pint in yeah. Norway, 75p in Slovakia, so yes. they're made up. Somebody in this,
1: someone in the office today who shall remain nameless described uh, that part of the, uh, the world, sorry, is the Poor man, Switzerland, but still lovely at this time. <laughs> so. So
0: not part of the fjords then, um, Phil, no. Well, I, uh, I'll, I'll go where the football takes me, yeah. Kev, you know that. <laughs> um, so, so,
1: let's look at, at, at Ronald's selection then for Thursday. Um, Tony, go on, run me through what your 11 would be and, and if there's any controversy, we'll pull mm, you up on it. Yeah. I'm sure you will. Uh, Pickford, yeah, Martina,
2: Baines on the other side, Keane, Williams, and then I go midfield of three of Guy Schneiderlin, Davis, and then a three of Rooney Claassen, Sandro.
1: Okay, um, you've gone for Martina. Has he, yeah. has he been in the club long enough? John Joe not earned a shot. Yeah,
2: he. It's a good shout, and I've been praising John Joe all preseason to yeah. get a shout. Maybe if we're two or three nil, up, possibly to bring him on for the second half, that would be ideal. But I think with it being the first game, and I've, I've listened. I was probably contradicting myself a couple of weeks ago. I was shouting for him to start the Stoke game. I just think there's, there's a bit of a, there's a know out with Marty, and he's, he's been there, seen it, and done it. And you've if you've got that experience, I think it's crucial if you're going into an important game, a Europa League qualifier. Get him on boards, get a settle back four.
0: I think I think that'll stand us in good stead. Gav, that's Tony's team going, run me through yours. Um I was wondering why Tony would say I play Morales instead of Rooney, but I won't <laughs> say that. <That's> <laughs> <even>. <laughs> no, I think pretty much agree. I wouldn't I would disagree there. Being sensitive to the formation whether you play if you play are you playing for, are
1: you playing classing in an advanced role like Tony is? Yeah,
0: yeah. Whether you play Play that, or play four-two-three-one, and then you play like say Davis, Rooney, and and behind Ramirez. Yeah. If anything, that just shows that we just are a little bit late at the top end. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. You know, when you, you, looking at that, you're thinking, is that really the lineup that you want? If you really want to push you forward, you then add
1: Sigurdsson and as You so really should yeah, do it. Yeah. All all like...
0: of, and you know when you say, well, and the downsides, that I say you could probably pick six players to play in front of the back four. So, mm-hmm. it. And and sort of weaknesses of back as well on mm. both sides, you know, for, for one reason or, or the other. So it just shows you that that, that we've had a great summer so far. Yeah. There's still when you look at that team. Oh yeah, there's plenty of room for room for improvement there. Mm. So I, I I wouldn't disagree what Tony says there. Getting Garvey I know, I that. that first yeah. time for ever. Dis- disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> <That's some laughs> hours, right? yeah. Chris, what's your what's your y-
1: would Yeah, element? I think
3: he, I think he'll go for Kuko Martin because he's his man and he's um, experienced. But personally. I would like to see John Joe Kenny in there. Um, maybe even scope for playing Klassen as one of the, the midfield It's A bit harsh on Tom Davies we've alluded to. I mean, It could be harder for him to play games um, yeah. next season. He was more or less a regular second half of last season, so that would be a shame to lose him. But if you did use Klassen in the midfield three, then there's scope for either a Marasa or even a Luckman or possibly even a Dal, depending on how you want to do it, among that, that front three. Yeah. Um, Evan have played
1: three friendlies this summer um the team that Chris pronounced so beautifully it was in baroque um i think they've had two qualifying rounds already i think they are in the league season i think some uh, started at the weekend, the weekend yeah. yeah are we ready
2: you know, i'd say no no i don't think we are if the premier league season was to start now i'll be i'll be massively concerned i think we should in terms of quality we should see these over the line no doubt about it but in terms of fitness I think obviously as Chris has alluded to there, they've started the season this weekend, so in terms of fitness they're ahead of us, but in terms of quality we should see this tie out.
1: Gav, can Everton afford to be in a position where they still need a result next week going to Slovakia? Uh
0: not really, that's not ideal. Yeah. I think going back to the first question, I think nobody's ready this time of the year in the Premier League. You see like playing in America mm-hmm. you know, they're just not fit at all yeah. and, and so um so we're not ready fitness wise obviously but that's not through no fault of our own just a natural uh you know training plan that you've got um ideally we'd want to hate that phrase put it to bed but uh you know mm. we do that on thursday and gives it'd be interesting to see what happens next thursday if, if we do sort of say, mm. say hypothetically we won four nil on thursday would he want to give the same players another run out? Well this is I've had this and discussion. Then, yeah, or would you want to give like another six or seven players a start? Is, is, it, is before it before
2: it the stock game or after the second life Before so, because
1: it's be, it's the week leading up to the severe friendly. Yeah. Now Ronald yeah, right. will probably look at the severe friendly as a better workout in many ways than a second leg yeah. against the Slovakian side if, if yeah and it looks, hypothetically. Would, yeah. would you
2: sorry Gav, would you read anything into the starter lineup this Thursday? In terms of the premier league
1: i think sorry I, sorry for me yeah. the 11 that starts on thursday ronald is saying that's my best 11 right now so the best eleven right now
2: not into in fitness wise or in terms of just everything Jefferson, yeah yeah
0: yeah okay
3: yeah, <laughs> what do you think yeah um i think that um it is difficult with the fitness we saw didn't it about this time of year west ham came a cropper in this competition yeah, yeah, um so. yeah and so it's always uh difficult for them but You'd expect, um, the way the Evertonians have approached this, it's been a a sensible pricing policy. They've sold out, there's going to be 36000 albeit a slightly reduced capacity at Goodison because of the work going on the family enclosure, stuff like that. But a full house, I'd expect them to uh, roar Everton to um, a a big victory.
0: Mm. Yeah. They'll do this more often (laughs) there. I think think the the other thing as well is, selecting the team is, is getting the blends right, isn't it? Yeah. With... You know, you're talking that starting lineup. Have you got any new new players? You got there four, four is well, for four? Well, Pickford,
2: Keane, Claassen, Mooney, Yeah, Ramirez, so
0: Yeah, so you're talking up top a complete, completely new forward line, aren't yeah, you? Really? really yeah. And I think you'll also have a, have an eye on like getting the blends right. Obviously, so if you me may want to bring another couple of players in, uh, so that, that's the other thing that will come into play rather than just fitness.
1: Well, it is one for you as well. I mean, I think based on the elevens. You all predicted, and, and the 11 that I think will play. I think Ronald Koeman could select an 11 for the first time as Everton manager that does not include a
0: Martinez signing. Thank God for that. So, i yeah, be happy yeah, with that. I would have, you would have expected that, to be honest with you, but that's a good shout. Um, Some players, obviously, inherited from the academy, yeah. like Davis, but
1: you know. You've really. done well
2: to ship all them out in the space of twelve months. When you're looking at it on the on the space of that, wouldn't
0: you? Yeah. Well, that just shows you what we needed to do, really, doesn't it? But it's, to do that in twelve months. Yeah. there's well, some going? It helps if you've got like a few bob as well, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, I, I still. But like, he, he has yeah, to, yeah, he's he's to, yeah, to yeah. sell as well. Yeah. Hasn't no. It? Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's still a few players around the club, isn't there? On the on the periphery that you would hope for their sakes that they moved on money, really. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um So there's still still work to be done, but it just shows there that lineup there's still. Speaking about it to be done on the transfer front. Definitely, definitely, centre forward still, still needs, still needs to be done.
1: So just before we round off, it's the first podcast of the new season because it's a new season now. Yeah, he oh. yeah, did not like that. It's like it it's fi- new fi- season, first fixtures, July, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. On so the, let's start. As is this, mean,
0: sorry. First fixture in July, yeah. First ever competitive. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: let us start as we mean to go on and get predictions. And I think this season, it's only fair that we keep a record of these. <laughs> so, I'm going to write these down and see how we all get on. Tony Scott. <laughs> sure? Sure, Phil? I think that's a great idea. So, yeah,
2: I'm up for that. Yeah,
1: Tony Scott, yeah. what's your prediction for Thursday night? 4-0. 4-0. Gav Buckland.
0: Should have some sort of points, three points for the correct yeah, score. No, just just correct, correct, score. Score oh. correct score, that's it. Correct score, that's it. I'm gonna go with oh, let's see. Can we think and I said four 0 before. But I'm, I'm I'm just about to do a different score to Scottish. It's all so to, to, it If you want to copy I am, me, go. I've got to, to, copy. to disagree with you on one oh, thing yeah, on the yeah, part, haven't
1: yeah,
3: I? Yeah. Like... Can you let me start a line Yeah, cool. yeah. 3 0. 3 0. Bees, what's your score for Thursday night, like You'll be there on mass. Yeah, I was I was gonna I was gonna say um, three 0 but do you want me to go for a different score you like? Do what you, you you do, yeah. do what you want. Do you want your you your own man? Okay. three
1: 3-0. 3 0. No. Okay. And PK? I think 3 0 as well. Uh, comfortable. Um, enough to make it interesting for next week. but and score.
0: It's finished then. It? <laughs> <laughs> it's finished. <laughs> Yeah. Imagine a three-nil. Scott is going to be sitting there. Please, Scott. Scott. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Very good. Well, thanks very much for listening, and uh, we will meet again next week, hopefully, to discuss a 3 0 victory for Everton. Yeah. Oh, and uh, no, keep on line with the Echo, and we'll uh, we'll keep you up to date with everything on Sigurdsson, Giroud, and the and the rest of the transfer business. The Blues will uh, no doubt do. Thanks very much.